All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning to everyone tuning in. We have reached midweek and I am Hormas Fatakia here to tell you all that you need to know on the 17th of March. First up, the government has cleared a proposal to set up a development finance institution. Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman said that the DFI will be able to leverage the initial capital infusion of 20,000 crore rupees to fund projects of up to 3 lakh crore. The DFI, which will be known as the National Bank for Financing Infrastructure and Development, will be 100% government-owned. However, the government's holding may come down to 26% over a period of time. Details of the structure of the DFI are yet to emerge. A survey conducted by the Retailers Association of India revealed that the industry achieved 93% of pre-COVID sales in the month of February. The report attributed the growth to segments like consumer durables and quick-service restaurants, which saw growth of 15% and 18% respectively. Categories like footwear, beauty and wellness and personal care too are showing a steady recovery on a month-on-month basis. Retailers said that they are hopeful of achieving pre-pandemic levels of business in the first six months of 2021. A report by Swiss organization IQ Air says that 22 out of the world's 30 most polluted cities are in India. Although the report ranks Delhi to be the most polluted capital city globally, it also says that the city's air quality has improved by nearly 15% from 2019 to 2020. Xinjiang is the most polluted city in the world, followed by Ghaziabad and eight other Indian cities as per the report. The 1200-megawatt wind power capacity auctions conducted by the Solar Energy Corporation of India saw tariffs dropping to as low as 2.77 rupees per unit, while Adani Renewables won bids worth 300 megawatt, JSW Energy won bids for 450 megawatt, quoting a tariff of 2.78 rupees per unit, according to sources. IPO updates then, Anupam Rasayan became the fifth most subscribed IPO of the year, seeing overall subscription of 45 times as bidding closed on the final day. Subscription was led by non-institutional investors who bid for nearly 100 times the shares on offer. Institutional subscription was 66 times, while the retail portion was subscribed close to 11 times. Among other IPOs, the issue of Kalyan Dwellers saw a tepid response on the first day with overall subscription at 60%. Only the retail portion was fully subscribed. Craftsman Automation's issue managed to reach the full subscription mark at the close of the second day of bidding with overall subscription at 1.1 times led by retail investors. However, Lakshmi Organics continued to generate strong demand on its second day. Overall subscription stood at 6.4 times with all three portions fully subscribed. The first IPO by an Indian gaming and diversified sports platform Nazara Technologies will open for subscription today. The 583 crore issue will have the company selling shares between 1100 to 1101 rupees apiece. Veteran investor Rakesh Junjunwala also holds 11.5% stake in the company according to its DRHP. Another issue that opens for subscription today is Suryoday Small Finance Bank. Shares will be sold between a price band of 303 to 305 rupees per share. The company has raised 170 crore rupees from anchor investors ahead of the IPO. 
In corporate news, Vedanta Resources has raised the open offer price for its India unit. The parent will now look to acquire 17.5% stake in Vedanta Limited at a price of 235 rupees per share. That is higher than the earlier plan to acquire 10% stake at 160 rupees per share. However, the revised offer price is only at a 4% premium to Tuesday's closing price. The Tata Communications OFS for non-retail investors got 220% demand the shares on offer. There was demand for 5.63 crore shares as compared to the 2.56 crore on offer for the non-retail investors. The OFS opens for retail investors today. The government will exercise the green shoe option to sell another 6% of the total equity. BPCL has announced an interim dividend of 5 rupees per share, contrary to expectations from various brokerages which had pegged the dividend amount to be anywhere between 15 rupees to 50 rupees per share. CA Rover Holdings is looking to sell 3.8 crore shares of SBI cards and payment services according to terms of the deal obtained by Bloomberg News. The number of shares amount to 4% of the total equity. Shares will be offered between 981 to 1020 rupees each as per the terms. The price represents a discount of as much as 4% to Tuesday's closing price. As per the December quarter shareholding pattern, CA Rover Holdings held 15.8% stake in SBI cards. With that, I head over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup of the day. Morning Neeraj, we have now had three straight days of losses. How is it looking like this morning? Thanks, Ormus. Um, it's almost impossible to understand what could happen today. Or maybe it's just very easy to understand. The markets will remain flat because of the Fed meet. Now remember, the Fed meets against a backdrop of rate volatility in in, in a more typically state treasury market, right? Over the past six weeks, the 10-year yield, which influences the mortgage rates and other loans, has risen uh, to a high of about 1.64 last Friday or, or thereabouts even right now. Now, just for the benefit of people who don't quite understand this fully, the yields, which moves opposite price, has been reacting to a more upbeat view of the U.S. economy based on the vaccine rollout and the stimulus spending that uh, U.S. government has announced. It has also reacted to idea that inflation could pick up as the economy roars back. Now, Jerome Powell uh, and some of the other officials, including Janet Yellen, uh, have said that the Fed in the country expects to see this as just a temporary jump in inflation um, because of the depressed prices during the economic shutdown last year and some bit of economic upbeat outlook this year. Uh, but the question is, can this become worrying? Well, I think some experts suggest, uh, and, and most people are worried about this, but I would like to present a small counter view. Some experts suggest that if the fiscal multiplier effect would counterbalance the potential permanent loss caused by the pandemic, and if the Fed remains predictable, wherein it sticks to what it is saying, then it could eventually be good for risk assets. So could the markets be worried tomorrow morning? Sure, it could if Jerome Powell doesn't quite assuage the markets in the press conference. But um, otherwise, it should be okay. Let's wait and watch. The Indian markets uh, are skittish for the last few days. They're settling lower for three consecutive days on a trot. And unlikely that there will be large gains if the Fed meet, right? Uh, there are disappointments in BPCL, which may hurt the sentiment on the stock and on OMCs in general. Everybody knows about, <coughs> everybody knows about Vedanta. <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody knows about Vedanta, so I'm not going to dwell too much on it. But there, today might just be a day for some of the more active counters to have a move with the news of Samir Gelot buying into Dhani as well. So a lot of these high momentum counters are in focus. I would keep a keen eye out for PSUs and commodity stocks. And with SBI cards have 
having Carlyle exiting after making a 10x gain in four years. So there might be pressure early morning on the stock, but with the selling almost over and SBI Card's latest numbers looking pretty strong, maybe just maybe the long-term investor would swoop in. Let's see. I'd like to end with a small view on BPCL from Credit Suisse. They say, and I quote, in our view, the steady state EBITDA for BPCL could be two to one and a half billion dollars versus $1.7 billion in FY20. The higher end of the range is possible when the potential acquirer is able to reduce refining costs, increase productivity of marketing outlets, and increase non-fuel revenues. Therefore, the stock has upside even beyond the divestment of the government stake. This shows that large houses are now already looking at a BPCL, at BPCL at a, as a post-divestment process stock too. And maybe, just maybe, the retail guy could do that too. Not let the near-term disappointments cloud the long-term view on some of the divestment candidates in general. Choose these well though, as also the IPOs very, very carefully, because very few will succeed over the long term. Stay safe, wear your masks, and have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.